0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God which we receive this morning with joy is from the Gospel of John chapter 14 verses 23 to 31. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I am going to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father... And as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. So far, the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. God's word is like a pink tie. Look at that, I happen to be wearing a pink tie today. God's word is like a pink tie because... One might wear a pink tie because it's stunning. It is a good tie. But one might wear a pink tie not only because it's a good-looking tie, but also because it was a gift from those who are precious. And therefore, it is precious because of whom it came from, right? In this case, it is all the greater. Because it's not only a nice tie in and of itself, but precious because of those from whom it came. God's word is valuable in and of itself, but it's all the more precious to us because it is a gift from the one who loved us and died for our sins. Jesus tells us in our text, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. What does it mean to you when Jesus says he will keep My word. What does that word keep mean? For a lot of us, I think it sounds as if Jesus is saying, if you love me, you will do what I say. You will do my commandments. And certainly, if we love Jesus, we will want to listen to his word and do what it says, but that's not really what Jesus is saying here. The word keep can mean to do, but it can also mean to hold on to, to treasure, to guard. And that's what Jesus means here. This is a gift from one who loves you, he says, and if you love me, you will treasure this gift. John 14, 24, He who does not love me does not keep my words. If a gift comes from someone we love, that gift is precious to us. If a gift comes from someone we don't care about, it's not precious. We may appreciate the gift, right? We may like it. It may be a good gift, but if, if it does not come from those whom we love, it doesn't have that added element, that emotional bond that makes it truly precious. Our attitude towards God's word reveals our attitude towards Jesus himself. If we appreciate and love Jesus for all that he's done for us, for dying for our sins and rising again, we will treasure And guard this gift, which he has given to us today, this gift of his word. Our scripture readings this morning give us two examples of two different groups of people, both of whom receive a precious gift from God, and yet their reactions to those gifts and how they use them and how they feel about them are very different. In our Old Testament reading, we heard about the people of Babel. They received a gift from God, the gift of language, which I know may not seem like a gift when you're sitting in grammar class, but it is, the ability to communicate with one another. But not only the gift of language, but the gift of one language, unified. Imagine that, imagine a world with one language, where we all speak the the same tongue yet what did they yet what did they do with this gift instead of using it to praise and glorify the God who created them and gave it to them they used it in selfishness to build up themselves they said to one another come let us make a name for ourselves and in their selfishness they corrupted God's gift and it was partially broken they took the gift which God had given them But they neither treasured it, nor loved the one who gave it. In our second reading from Acts, we hear of the apostles, who also received a wonderful gift from the Lord, the ability to speak in languages that they had not learned. But instead of using it for selfish reasons, like the people of Babel, they proclaimed the praises of God They proclaimed the wonderful works of God. As we read in Acts 2.11, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. They treasured that gift. And they used it to praise the one who had given it to them. Unfortunately, men in our sinfulness almost always find a a way to corrupt God's gifts no matter how great and wonderful they are. And so it wasn't long before this gift also was corrupted. We find the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians only 25 years after the first day of Pentecost, the first uh, Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down and the apostles spoke in tongues. I really shouldn't call it the first Pentecost because actually Pentecost existed even in the Old Testament. But the first New Testament Pentecost, you guys know what I meant. Only 25 years later, Paul is writing to the Corinthians, chastising them for the way in which they were using this gift, this gift of tongues, this ability to speak in languages, because they were no longer using it to proclaim the wonderful works of God, to tell people about Jesus Christ, but they were instead, like the people of Babel, once again concerned only with building a name for themselves, showing off how great they were, that they could speak in tongues 1st Corinthians 14 9 Paul writes so likewise you unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand how will it be known what is spoken how will you use the gifts that God has given you today will you keep them treasure them and use them to the praise and glory of God as a thing precious, or will you use them in selfishness to lift yourself up and praise yourself? The festival of Pentecost is a festival celebrating the giving of the Holy Spirit and the giving of God's word. This was true even in the Old Testament. Pentecost means 50, and it comes for us. It comes 50 days after Easter. For the Old Testament, Israelites, it came 50 days after the Passover. And if you go back to the book of Exodus, and you read through the account of how God delivered them from Egypt, you'll find that 50 days after that first Passover, the Israelites found themselves at the foot of Mount Sinai. And there they received from the mountain, from the top of the mountain, from the voice of God himself, the word of God. And so the festival of Pentecost was for them a celebration of the barley harvest, but also a celebration of the giving of God's word from the top of Mount Sinai. Many years later, the apostles on the very same day also once again received the word of God. This time not from a mountaintop, of course, but in every language of those gathered together. They, the Old Testament believers, celebrated the giving of God's word simply because it was God's word. We rejoice in the giving of God's word, not only because it is God's word, but also because it is a precious gift from the one who loved us and died for us. They celebrated the giving of God's word when God's word was a list of commandments. Do this live like this don't do that we have received not the word of god as a list of commandments but as a wonderful description of all that christ has done for us so that we might be saved apart from the law through faith in christ they celebrated the giving of god's law when they received it from the voice on the mountain with thunder with lightning and they received it in fear and terror. We have not received God's word in thunder and in fear, but in every language of man, the wonderful things that God has done for us. What will we do with this gift? Is it a thing precious to us that we love because of him who gave it to us? Is it a thing we use for His glory, or will we corrupt it, like the Corinthians, like the people of Babel, and use it for our own selfishness? Today we celebrate not only the giving of the Holy Spirit and the giving of God's Word, which was received through the mouth of the Apostles. We also celebrate those gifts which God has given to our graduates today. The gift of knowledge and instruction the gifts of language and mathematics, the gifts of history and science. Solomon reminds us in Proverbs 10.14, wise men store up knowledge. And again in Proverbs 16.16, how much better to get wisdom than gold. And to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Again, These are gifts that are precious in and of themselves to know and to learn and to grow in our understanding of God's Word. But how much greater, how much more precious are they when we understand that they are a gift from Him who loved us and when we use them not for our own selfish gain but to proclaim the praises, to proclaim the wonderful works of God. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. So again, graduates and all of us, how will you use these gifts which God has bestowed upon you? Will you keep them and treasure them and use them to the glory of him who created you and redeemed you? Or will you think only of yourself? And use them in selfishness for your own glory. All good things have come from God. He has given us our eyes and ears, our mind and all our senses, and still keeps them for us. He has given us his word and his Holy Spirit, and still keeps them for us. He has given to us the forgiveness of sins through his death, and still keeps them for us that's important isn't it not only that he has given us these gifts but that he is the one who preserves and maintains them among us when i was in high school a friend of mine once gave me a a pair of red gloves i liked the gloves they were a precious gift i appreciated them but i can sometimes be a little absent-minded and i kept forgetting them. I left them in the classroom. I left them in the lunchroom. I left them in the library. And more than once, the friend who gave them to me would find them laying around when I didn't even realize I'd left them behind and would bring them back. Sometimes she would scold me a little. Sometimes she would threaten not to give them back to me next time. But she always returned them. Jesus reminds us that if you love me, you will keep treasure, you will love my word. But we don't always guard it and keep it safe as we should. We don't always treasure these gifts the way that we should. Yet our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ always returns them to us, doesn't he? He brings them back to us time and time again. We do not treasure his word as we ought, but he still keeps it for us. And his gifts are all the more precious to us because of it. God's word is like a pink tie. It is valuable beyond all gold and silver of this world, simply because of what it is. But it is all the more precious to us because it is a gift from him who died and lives again and loves us, and guards, and keeps it for us. Amen.